I tell you what, I shall I confess to a, a historic crime? Yes. It's yeah, let's do that. Is. This will up the odd, uh, up the ante on on Matthew, like holding his teeth together on air. Okay. Um, so don't judge me by who I was. Judge me as who I am. Uh, yeah, this was uh-huh. two thousand and four, uh, and I had basically bluffed my way into a, a gig doing stand up at the Trinity May Ball in Cambridge. Which, if you don't know what that is, Trinity is like the poshest college in an already very posh university and all of the very poshest students gather to be extraordinarily posh for a night. Um, And because I was being the entertainment, I got a ticket. Um, And because I was being the entertainment, I wasn't sort of like drinking and partying. I was just sort of pacing around till I did my set. Observing. Yeah. Like, like observing the habits of beasts. And then, when, when my set was done, it was like one in the morning and I suddenly realized everyone was completely plastered and their riches were defenseless. Um, so I just started minesweeping the most expensive booze. Um, <laughs> and then me and one of the other comedians decided we were going to do like some weird like bullshit Robin Hood take on the uh, the angel of death passing over Egypt. So we went into every stairwell, uh, which was the college accommodation is for the poshest of the posh. So we went into every single stairwell to the kitchen because we knew where they were. And we took the single poshest item of food from each ki- kitchen. <laughs> I just walked away with a tuxedo jacket, like bulging with like, tins of duck liver and like you know that weird liqueur with gold in it i mean it's you know (laughs) what was the poshest thing there was caviar of course there was actual caviar classic student food but it wasn't even like russian beluga caviar it was just like i don't know some eggs you know it it was the stuff you buy so you look really rich well, look, technically that is theft, but also at the same time, um, sort of feels like a public service. Yeah, uh, it was it was some of the most adrenaline I've ever had in my body, I think, just going on. It was such a long stealing spree as well. It took about an hour and a half. <laughs> <sighs> Good times. Well, Didn't really no... happen, obviously. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Well, don't uh, worry, because nobody knows who or where you are, so... I think your historic crimes, you've, you've gotten away with them, like the Zodiac Killer. <laughs> oh, I've forgotten about him. Welcome, listener, to this uh, episode 159 of the Electronic Wireless Show, Rock Paper Shotguns PC Gaming Podcast, and the only podcast you need, in my opinion, which is that of Alice Bell. Uh, and I'm joined uh, not by Matthew Castle uh, in any guise this week, because uh, he's at EGX, 
but I am joined by Sergeant Sugar. Attention! Who uh, who joins me this week because I'm because we're doing a two-hander podcast this week. I asked on our Discord, like like react <laughs> for uh, a regular episode and Gorilla Face react for a sweeten the deal, <laughs> and it was an absurdly close close run thing. It was back and forth. It was a nail biter for like forty eight hours, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah it was. Uh, but in the end. It was a sweet in the deal, has has won out by like one or two votes, I think. Uh, so so we are going to be playing an episode or playing playing sweet in the deal today. Uh, if you listening to this listener are annoyed, uh, then consider joining the Discord, and then next time something like this happens, maybe yours will be the deciding the swing vote. Uh, yeah. So check out the Discord. Because uh, Nate posts pictures in there sometimes. You'll, you'll, if you've joined the Discord, you'll have seen a picture of uh, the ham Bowser pie that Nate made last week as well. Yeah, so actual you cooking. Get, you know, yeah. I sometimes kind of... do little photoshops of tights, the alabaster titan, just yeah. doing his various weird expressions. So um, yeah, so it's worth worth uh, worth dropping by. Um, but we've got a couple of things to get out of the way last uh, this week, early on. Um, mm. Firstly, th- uh, my mention of him uh, has reminded me that uh, apparently some group has, some sort of private cold case group, thinks they have identified the Zodiac Killer. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were about to say think they've identified the Alabaster Titan. Imagine. Uh, so, what, is it, are these basically real crime... True crime podcast enthusiasts, or no, they're like all ex, you know, worked in criminal, you know, like crime detection. Yeah. yeah, no, they're all former thieves, um, and they think <laughs> they've identified the Zodiac killer. Um, who's this guy who d- died? Yeah, is <laughs> he just died an old in... white man who had to die? Yeah, he died. Uh, in twenty eighteen, he died. Um, so uh, he's got he's gone away with it if it is him. Uh, but also a lot of the evidence I look I read some of the the stuff and obviously it's a big banner kind of headline story to be like they found the Zodiac killer. But uh, some of the evidence is just like this guy who uh, who said like oh yeah I was part of his criminal gang. He ta- he trained me to be a killing machine and we like you know roamed the countryside of SoCal and stuff. It's a bit like yeah that. That doesn't seem that legit. Um, yeah, that sounds like a primary school child's testimony about another primary school child who paid him a pound to throw a mop in another boy's face. Yeah, like... <laughs> and he taught me karate, and he gave me a card that I could put in the spokes of my bike to make it go... Yeah. Uh, and I know I know, this isn't games-related, but I just wanted to bring it up, because it's quite... But the most compelling evidence, as noted by... Uh, a YouTuber on Twitter is that there was you can find the Zodiac Killer's Facebook page, and he was like, there was just this guy who was mates with him and would like take selfies with him, and but would post these on Facebook, being like, uh, Zodiac Killer guy, like basically like, ah, oh, this is my best friend Gary, the Zodiac Killer, lol. No, <laughs> like... no, really. <laughs> yeah. 
Talk about hiding in plain sight. <sighs> that is the ultimate snitch tag. It were, uh, I told Graham about it, Graham RPS in peace, and he was like, that is, in fairness, a really good long con joke to play on a friend. So I'm going to start posting like, pictures of me and Graham being like, this is Graham, you know, Jack the Ripper. And then when he dies... <laughs> that is insane i cannot believe that yeah uh so i'll link to that in the show notes we here at rock paper shotgun want to create the best pc games related content out there i mean we're doing a lot of that already but you can help us continue to do that and also help us do a little more all you have to do is grab an rps subscription over at rockpapershotgun.com forward slash subscribe you can support us at two different tiers the standard subscription will give you an ad free rps you'll get discounts on our merch and you'll get a letter from the editor post every month month too. The premium tier subscription gives you all of those lovely things I just mentioned, plus some exclusive articles and podcasts, as well as some smashing new video games and in-game items. I don't want to say free because you're paying money for the subscription, but you know, it's a little something on top. So, if this sounds like something you'd be interested in, head on over to rockpapershotgun.com forward slash subscribe and give us your money please you get good things in return so it seems like a win-win for everyone involved in anticipation of a transaction and because my mother reared me well thank you very much and then the other thing is that we'll get this out of the way first because it's a very special cavern of announcements this week yes yeah we're gonna have to take a little trip into the cavern aren't we yeah we don't have i'll try and do a, a door noise uh are you ready? <laughs> I'm. I was born ready for this jingle. The cavern of announcements. Uh, oh, so that sounded a to... bit more sort of authoritarian this week. I swear <laughs> it was. You know, that sounded like a sort of a, a mad cardinal rounding up heretics. Whereas last week, I swear it was a lot more breezy. Oh well. Come on. Uh, so. Do you want to summarise the, the last cabinet of announcements we did? Because it's pertinent for this one. Yeah, so last time on the cavern of announcements, um, it was revealed uh, that into the latest season of Apex Legends uh, has been added a skin uh, called the Alabaster Titan. Uh, based <laughs> on our Alabaster Titan. This was confirmed. It was just a really sweet thing. Uh, that got put into the game as a little nod to us, and it, it made our month. Yeah. Um, and then there's, there's been an escalation now, basically. Mm-hmm. Because <laughs> um, earlier in the week, uh, we were uh, received a notification from friend of the show. I'm elevating him to friend of the show status. Friend of the oh, show, Jeffrey Card. Yeah. Uh, who's designed as a uh, director on State of Decay 2. Um, I love this. He's put us in State of Decay 2. We are in State of Decay 2. Uh, Alice and Matthew and myself, or at least our personalities, are <laughs> rollable character traits in... Uh, Zombie apocalypse survival game, State of Decay 2. <laughs> yeah. So, the... 
so 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 you might get a survivor and also along with these character traits they might be called you know frog croakly as well yeah um, but they can actually or, be called us it's very it's very good and uh jeffrey did a video uh about it as as he live put us in said could stay to go to it's not going live with the next updates going live with the update after this one uh I believe he says, but it's actually very interesting because he explains stuff like if you're putting an Easter egg in a game for an obscure <laughs> video game podcast for a UK website, it needs to be something that isn't going to affect a bunch of other things or isn't going to put like, you know, work on anyone else. Uh, but it's very good. Uh, so Nate's one is uh, uh, aqu- your aquarium security. Ex-aquarium like, security. Yeah. Which sounds well so no- hard. No one banged on the glass. <laughs> and, and my favorite bit about that is that it includes that you just know useless animal facts. Yeah, you've got a skill called animal facts, which has no bearing on playing the game at all. It's it's never called upon, but your character does know lots about animals. And uh, that's lovely. Yeah, and also you get morale boosting storytelling, which I thought was nice. Yeah, that was heartwarming. Yeah. Um, Matthew, Matthew doesn't has reduced food requirements because he won't eat glistening foods. Yeah, Matthew. <laughs> <laughs> Matthew won't eat any glistening foods, uh, and mine, uh, which is actually very appropriate for to, playing Sweet in the Deal State, is based on the Sweet in the Deal where you uh, massively misjudged my. <laughs> uh, moral framework <laughs> yeah didn't think you'd eat a whole gorilla <laughs> See, you tried to be like but you know for for x amount of money uh the gorilla will never have been alive or like the gorilla was uh, a terrible person i was like i don't care <laughs> the gorilla. <laughs> yeah i tried to like swindle you by selling you an ethical gorilla carcass but you weren't having it like i respect don't that care, mate i'm what you know if I'm eating a gorilla, I'm eating a gorilla. In for a uh, penny, in for a gorilla pound. Yeah, so so my thing is like once I eat a whole gorilla, uh, and and one of my traits is that like yeah, I think it's a nose to tail trait in the game where so like I also have reduced food capacity because I'll eat the gross stuff no one wants to. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, that is outstanding. Thank you so much, friend of the show, Jeffrey. Um, this means that uh, Set of Decay 2, what did I call it last time for Ape Legs? It was like the Shagar's Heart Award. Or so. Oh no, I did. I it was the was it the Big Oats Award? I think it was the Big Oats Award. Yeah, so State well, of Decay 2. It can be a different award every time. Okay, well, uh, in that case, State of Decay 2 can have the Fat Blood Award for uh, services to the Electronic Wireless Show. And if anyone else listening to this is a developer, the 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 bar has been raised. You know, the gauntlet has been thrown down. Uh, oh, yeah. Let's keep on, escalating this, you know? <laughs> on yeah, Jeff's even done a handy how-to video on, on how to needlessly reference this podcast in your, like, successful and acclaimed game. Yeah. Um, so you could join friends of the show like Sir Anthony Hopkins, uh, Tim Lewinson, Apex Legends senior producer, and, uh, and Jeffrey, what's Jeffrey's surname? Card. Yeah, on State of Decay 2. So you've got... Yeah. Uh, yeah, don't be like Ed Harris, foe of the show. <laughs> the Eds. 
Who was the other Ed? He's the foe of the show. I can't remember. They were like, it was because like Ed Helms. Ed Helms is one. Oh, yes. <laughs> of course. Um, uh, so, yeah, thank you very much. Uh, honestly, we uh, our group texts were blowing up. It, it was uh, very exciting to see that. Yeah. And, yeah, I, I hope we can keep escalating this until you know, Nate is a playable character in, like, the next Call of Duty. Um, yeah, I think that would be the one that makes great. sense, really. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah, so this week, because uh, there's two of us, we are going to play uh, Sweeten the Deal, which is a game show that Nate invented. Um, Does it have and... a jingle? No, I can... Try it. Probably won't be able to cobble one together this week, but I'll try and make something <laughs> for the next I'll t- time. I'll do a quick Cockney chant for now, just to okay, just go on then. one. Sweeten the deal, sweeten the deal. That's it. That's it? <laughs> 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 um, so, do you want to quickly explain to the listener uh, the rules of sweeten the deal? Sure. So it's a game, you know, I wouldn't say it's Hugely rules based. It's largely played on an honor system, but the concept—it's vibes is, based, isn't it? It's vibes. <laughs> yeah, one hundred percent a vibe sport. Um, so the uh, let's call the player the dealer who is setting the deal uh, approaches the other player with a sort of a dark bargain, and it is always to do something that you would absolutely not want to do. So the classic example is sleep on a London underground platform for a full month. Um, Yeah, that would be... Or spend an entire month on a London underground platform, I think it was. And the other player agrees the price they would have to be paid to do that. So I could say, Alice, how much to sleep on a London underground platform for a month? And Alice might say, £40,000. You know, you can't list something outrageous. You've got to be reasonable. You've got to say what you'd actually do it for. And then you've got an agreement. From that point on, the dealer has, I think it's five uh, mitigations they can offer, five sweeteners to the deal. So you might say, okay, you are sleeping on a London Underground platform for a month, but Daniel Craig comes down to let you know when it's the weekend. Um, (laughs) What? (laughs) Because that would be amazing. Like, you know, you'd just be going going out of your mind and it'd come down on a Friday evening and say, ladies yeah. and gentlemen, the weekend. And you and might then, say... And then the weekend have... comes on and plays the song. <laughs> yes. So I, I might offer you that, uh, that bonus, I guess, for... Yeah. Uh, so if you'd done it for 40 grand, I might say, okay, will you do it for 30 grand if you get Daniel Craig and the weekend? each weekend. Um, that probably quite a bad deal, to be honest. But you get the point. And I've got five five of these to offer. And my my goal, my win condition, is getting Alice to a point where she agrees to pay a, uh, to receive a negative fee, e.g. she will pay for the experience, however attenuated and modified, of sleeping on a London Underground platform mm. for a month. Yeah. That's the goal. And, and it already... Because I don't know how many people you played this with, but the three of us have quite different styles. I think there's a meta um, developing. Yeah, yeah. You're very, you're tricksy. You try to 
hold back something that uh, the player desperately needs, the contestant needs, yeah, um, but that they will have forgotten about. And this was to your downfall last time because you thought that if I was on, <laughs> if I was on a raft with Jeff Keeley for a year, <laughs> for a year, I'd forget that uh, about a toilet in the 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 sleight of hand of you offering me somewhere to sleep. But you yeah. forgot that I have Crohn's disease, and so I'm always aware of where the nearest toilet is at all times. <laughs> it was it was it was a really like tense game of cat and mouse, that one, like a, an American and Soviet submarines circling each other under the North Pole. Yeah. Very thrilling stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh where and you, I think, uh are like a, basically a nicer person than I am. So. I'm more compliant with the deals, I think. So. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try and be a real, real toughy this week. Okay. What did um, I settle for in the end? I can't, you I paid, you paid me. Uh, I can't remember how much money, but an amount of money uh, for uh, every game's sort of live show event to take place in the uh, subconscious theatre of your mind a la Psychonauts. <laughs> oh yeah, I did, didn't I? That was... because, because I allowed you to, for all the staff to be like Anthony Hopkins is, and <laughs> and and for the uh, the shows to be presented by the Sopranos in Warhammer Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, actually, no, that was a brilliant deal. I stand by it. <laughs> well, should we flip a coin for who goes first this time? Uh, if you like, I don't have a coin, but... Um, should we imagine a coin? I don't think it works like that. <laughs> I'll be heads. Okay. Ah, it's tails, so you go first. Okay, all right. I'm not sure about this. I think it's all right, but... Um... Okay, we'll have to see. All right. So, uh, Nate. Yeah. I would like you to live you, yourself you, not a magic version of you, to uh, live in the world of the Elder Scrolls, uh, the Skyrim, uh, but as a... uh, Market like a stallkeeper in in the market, or in White uh, Run, the main main town. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but you, as a as a shopkeeper, you have your limited run of things you can say, <laughs> and you cannot say anything other than that. Uh, and you just that like you, it is you conscious of what you're doing, but within the confines of being a shopkeeper in Whiterun. So you can only say the shopkeeper things to any player that turns up. Uh, You stand by your shop all day and then you walk home, get into bed, uh, and then you get up at daytime and walk back to your shop and stand there all day again. Wow. So, I mean, this is a big one, Alice. Are you basically asking if I would abandon free will? Or yeah, do I but still not have forever. Well? I'm I'm going to give you a finite. Okay, well, I mean, time span for it. I think you need to tell me the time in advance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm not going to make you 
pay for the time. Um, give me a span of time then. I'll give you a figure. Uh, I'm going to say, now this is based on me knowing that you hate doing the same thing. <laughs> yeah, this is like, oh, this is weaponized. This is. Uh, so I am going to say 18 months. 18 months? Yeah. Well, do I get to choose anything or my basic, like, can I still do things within that schedule or am I just like entombed within a series of polygons? Um, you can, I mean, you can eat and, and defecate. Okay. Uh, I know this is sort of getting into the negotiation, but I think it's in, like, yeah. Cause if I was like literally unable to control my own body for 18 months, that's like a, a hyper note. Well, it's not that, I mean, like, you, it's basically, you have, it's like, you have a job, but your job is being a shopkeeper in Whiterun. Yeah. Um, but you can't, okay. like, you can't go on adventures, you can't have a nice, you, like, when the player turns up, you can't, You've got to like, do your job, yeah. Yeah. Okay, like, I think that's fair enough. Um, there's a lot of, lot of meat to play with here. So I'm I'm actually going to go in really high and say nine hundred thousand pounds. Nine hundred. Yeah, I mean the trauma I think is actually going to be pretty mega. And look, I don't want to do that Twitter thing of claiming every misfortune as a trauma, but I think that would be traumatic. Nine hundred thousand, uh, Jeremy. That's insane. Okay. Um, well, you know, well let let's do a little bit of haggling now. I will go as low as five hundred thousand. Let's say that. But you know that is an oh, extreme okay, yeah, thing. Five hundred thousand. Jeez. I mean, you've... <laughs> oh my god! I'm just giving you the game, right? No, I'm standing firm. I'm being a real hard bargainer now. Five hundred k. Yeah. Okay. Five hundred k. All right. Right, mate. Do your worst, Satan. Okay. <laughs> Satan. <laughs> you serpent. All right. I want to talk to my family. No, that's not part of the deal. <laughs> what can you offer me? For uh, £150,000, I'm going to say, uh, you can uh, move cities. Uh, move every... shops to any of the shops in the game? Not any of the shops. You can move to a different town. But I'm still um, Central Market. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, Every three months. And can I just like look out of the window and watch dragonflies and stuff? Like, is, is there a little more visually going on than actually inside the game of Skyrim? Because you did say like the setting of the Elder Scrolls rather than the, the PC game. Literally the game. No, it, yeah. I mean, you, you can. Like, whatever's happening in the town, you can look at. I'm not going to stop you, like, you know. Oh, but, like, for example, so voles aren't rendered in Skyrim because they're considered to be insignificant. But there would be voles running all around the grounds in the real Whiterun because it's full of, Well, like, I mean, I, w- like, would there? Like, you, like, I'll allow you to have, like, it, it can be, like, if White One, Right One, fucking hell, White Run... <laughs> was real right? so it's like the matrix yeah okay but like you you can't just have loads of voles because you like voles there would be 
a realistic amount of vole action. Okay. Yeah. So a fly might go past or something. Like, okay. Yeah. Uh, and three months. Yeah. Well, there's some quite different climates and stuff in there. Might see some different voles. What? So you're going to knock 150. So I'd be going for 350,000. Okay, yep, I'll take it. I'll take that. Yeah. Quite happy with that one. That <laughs> is good. Bit. This is a this is solid actually. Big mountain left to climb, though. That's true. Uh all right. For two hundred thousand you can you can say whatever you want. What, a further 200,000? Yeah, you can you say whatever you want. You can have conversations. But will the other NPCs still just reply back with NPC lines, or will they begin to think for themselves? Uh, no, you will hasten the uh, Skynet. <laughs> <laughs> well, so you're basically saying I'm in like an abyss full of mannequins and I can talk to myself. Absolutely no. not worth the money. No, no, no. I said they they will. They'll start. Oh, they will. They will. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what and have genuine like medieval chats? Uh, yeah, and I guess medieval chats with like cat people and lizards and stuff as well. Sometimes. Can I romance the lizard people? You could try. I mean, I don't know if they'll be receptive, but. <laughs> okay. Now we're talking. Right. Yeah. So. To, oh no, it's huge chunks, Alice. No, another hundred and fifty. Let's be reasonable. Come on. All right, hundred fifty. So we're down to two hundred thousand pounds, and you've got three endorsements left. Because <laughs> initially, I was. Do you know what my initial gambit was going to be? Like you yourself, just live it. Like you live in Skyrim <laughs> from the start, and you don't. But like. But I was like, but that's not, he'd probably quite like that. He'd quite like grubbing about being. <laughs> <laughs> it would be all right, actually, yeah, as Narnia situations go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. So, okay, 75,000, and you can uh, you can walk around the the town on lunch breaks and in the evening. On your downtime. Okay. Okay. And when we say in the town, can I get far enough to fight a crab? Uh. Hmm. No, I'm. I'm gonna say like you can uh within like f- around the town and within five hundred meters outside the confines of the town. So if there is a little stream with the crab, in in that span, then yes. Okay, so I'm basically having a very limited real-life Skyrim experience. Yeah. Where I also have to do a very dull job. But I mean, you know, that would make me completely ontologically unique within the entire human species. Oh, damn it. Yeah, you're actually making this look quite good. Yeah, okay, <laughs> fine. Seven, 75 knocked off. What are we down to? 100 and, 125 grand. Yeah. Now, look, right. I did hand you a freebie here because I, I don't want to be away from my wife that, and look. child for all that time, Alice. I'm worried. 
don't know why you bring it up again. That that was that. Look, I'm saving that one up. Um, oh damn it! I was trying to get you to do it sooner in the order. No, in crocodile tears. That was it. That was going to be my what like because I was really glad you didn't negotiate it in the opening. Oh, salvo! Because that was my plan all along. I don't want to show my evil hands too early. Um, well, okay, I've got to be miserly on this one then. Yeah. All right. Uh, off number four, you can do magic like in Skyrim. Oh, now that's going to need some stipulations. Like, to what rank? What spells do I know? What what house? What, not not what, house. Oh. You know what I mean? Like the schools of things. Like I will make a yeah, yeah. Uh it's, it's chaos, isn't it? The one where you do fireballs and that destruction. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like destruction magic has quite innate energy. You'd like whipping a, a fireball at a crab. Yeah, that would be good fun, actually. And then if maybe if I can raise it from the dead after, that would be cool. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I'm going to be given, like, you know, six hours into the game magic powers, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Do I get to choose, you know, what where to put my points on the skill tree? Uh, yes, I will allow it. Okay, and what's the price? 50. Taking me down to 75,000. Yeah. Okay, call it 25, taking me down to 100, and I'm in. All right. Because, I mean, most of the time using that magic is just going to get me arrested, and I'll have to spend much time in the prison. That's true. I didn't consider that. Um, I'll be in prison. I can accelerate time. (laughs) Aha, gotcha. Only abysses of time, I suppose. Right, okay. Okay. So so as it stands, you are you can walk around town on your lunch breaks and on your downtime. You can chat to uh, all the other NPCs and the player characters that come come through. Uh, and you get to move around. You can see the different climates, you know, the snowy bits, the more swampy areas, white run which is kind of the temperate farmland isn't it right and we're down to 100k so my final offer is indeed going to be that uh you can uh speak to your family on on a a magic cursed steel phone every evening do i have to spit open a horse's mouth and i can see like a little video screen in there do you want to do that (laughs) Yeah, because we could make fun, like have a fun running joke about, like you know, that's straight from the horse's mouth. <laughs> okay, it can be the horse's mouth phone. <laughs> and how often can I do it? You can do it every every evening after work, and uh, I will say in the mornings as well. So you can talk to your to Tally at breakfast. Now this is. I'm going to surprise you here. What are you offering for the money? Uh, let's just try 125. I'll take it for 50 or I'll go without. Wow. Okay. Because I've, I've just been thinking through how Skyrim works. And I think if I basically constantly fireballed guards... 
I could just like chain incarcerate myself through the whole experience. I think. But but you you don't get to like load screen because you've established that it's that you in one of your prior acceptances of this deal have established that it's the world of Skyrim and not Skyrim the game. So you would just oh, be in God. prison. You wouldn't get to like load screen through it. Oh, I'd just be in prison, wouldn't I? Yeah. <laughs> oh, no! And you then did there's y- no contact with my family there anyway. You did yourself with the voles, mate. <laughs> <laughs> All of this for a quick look at a bloody vole. <laughs> Damn it, I had an escape route open and I closed it off. Hoist by your own pet toad. <laughs> Fine, I'll take the 125 to speak to my family. You win. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even, I was going to offer you uh, weekend visits. Like they would come and, and stay with you every weekend, but didn't oh, no, that would be awful though, because like Skyrim's a world of madness. <laughs> a dragon could come and it might be Macho Man Randy Savage. Oh yeah. And then that's it. I've got no wife or daughter. That's what cruel, a way man. to go though. Yeah. It's your macho man. Oh then, no. Then you'd come back to the real world and be like a Batman villain <laughs> with a tragic backstory, except uh not Batman Macho Man Randy Savage. I'd be called the Rimmer. Um, I wouldn't be called that, actually. No, that's but a bad I, thing to be called. <laughs> that's a real bad one. Um, <laughs> but I would, uh, I would write a best-selling memoir about my time in NPC hell. Yeah. Um, I thought, wow. I thought you had me right at the end there. I thought you'd, but then I realised you'd, you'd vold yourself. Oh, bloody. Roll yourself before you vol yourself, as as Ice Cube once memorably told yeah. us all. Right, are you ready for your your go through Satan's mangle? Let's sweeten that deal. Right. Sweeten the deal, sweeten the deal. Do another one of those. Okay. It's a simple offer for you, Alice. Um This is a year's salary I'm offering you. And you might well ask, what is the job? For one year, starting immediately upon accepting the offer, you have to sit in an empty room for your work period each day with just a typewriter writing <laughs> Battletoads fan fiction. And you have to write a million words in a year. So I think that's um, 2,739 words a day. And at the end of the day, you hand it to a faceless guard who shows it to an uh, an AI that detects whether you've plagiarized yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, and if if it if it passes, it goes straight into a shredder. So you have to write two thousand seven hundred thirty nine words of Battletoads fan fiction every day that nobody will read, apart from a computer to verify that you're not cheating. Okay, so a couple of questions before we lock this in. Okay. Uh, first of all, what happens if I don't 
if I like if I fail, if I plagiarize myself, or if I don't write enough. No money. Okay. Second of all, or so you won't accidentally plagiarize. Like it's a forgiving computer. If it's like, well, this is quite similar. Like it's an incredibly advanced machine intelligence that knows if you intended to plagiarize. Okay. All right. That's fair. Uh, Second of all, I dispute that it's possible to write two hundred and like that's a book a day. Two thousand seven hundred thirty-nine words. Oh, 2000. Oh, sorry. I was like 270. Okay. 2000. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Fine. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 No, that, that, that yeah. would be, that'd be inhuman. Sorry. I, I multiplicated by a factor of 10, I think. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Okay. So there you go. Yeah. And that'll get you a million words in a year, but no one will ever read one of them. Okay. All right. What are you offering? I'm going to offer you a salary of £100,000 to do that. Hmm. I'm trying to, I'm trying to gauge from what you're offering, what how confident you are, and what you might have up your sleeve. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. okay. I'll, I'll, well, what were you gonna say? What were you gonna say? What were you gonna say? No, nothing. Nothing at all, Alice. Nothing at all. <laughs> okay. All right. A hundred k. Okay. Right. So, for £50,000, mm-hmm. you're allowed to go back home after your shift every day. <laughs> you... <laughs> <laughs> Just snuck in that you're in a cell. Yeah. If you don't accept the money, you'll have like a mattress and, you know, you'll be fed, but it's basically prison. <laughs> Okay. How long is the working day? Uh, the 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 sort of the standard seven point five hours. Nine to five, like Dolly okay. Parton. Yeah. Okay. And there's no commute as well, so I'll give you that as a bonus. All right, but I'm alone in the cell. Yeah, there's a faceless guard, but he just stands there outside the room waiting for you to be done. Okay. Okay, cool. Um, Nice. So 50 grand. Right. Another 10 grand. Mm -hmm. And you can choose three other video game franchises uh, that you're allowed to make mention of once a month. To spice up the ba- the battle toads. Three for once. Mm. Each month you can choose three three titles. Oh, each month. Oh, I see. Okay. So you might and... be like, okay, I want Pac Man and uh, Death Stranding and Factorio this month. Do you know what though? No. <laughs> what, Bubby? You could just choose all the Dragon Age games. Uh, no, I don't care. Okay, okay. You're really happy to go with just Battletoads. You think you can keep it fresh? You didn't say I had to keep it fresh and good. You just said I had to write it. It has to be. You can't just write goo, 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 the Battletoads went to yeah, the Yeah, no. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'll, <laughs> I'll write it. The has to respect the quality. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like it okay. knows if you're phoning it in. <laughs> Yeah, but I think I can do it. I don't need to, to do crossovers and stuff. 
there's like like there's loads of places you can you can take it you can do like real person fiction um i could do a run of erotic fiction if i wanted to <laughs> which is there's a whole load of subgenres in that you know i think you can keep it novel uh without having to do crossovers with other video games okay okay um so you're not taking that i've got three more um all right 20 grand the ai does a text-to-speech lecture after it has read your work giving you tips on how to improve your style why would i want that well because it's a superhuman intelligence it's like it's got the minds of like Proust and Kafka and like all those Shakespeareos. Why do you think someone would pay twenty k for that? Well, because you'll be an amazing like you'll become like a beast. And hey, I already it, am. What are you talking about? Yeah, but I mean, even the greatest samurai still practiced. No, that know? is true. On a, on a serious note, listener, nobody is above editing or improvement. But <laughs> you, you'd think what a god you'd be after a year of like the most bludgeoning creative <laughs> exercise ever, and like you know, a machine with the mind of Marcel Proust, <laughs> like giving you pointers and all of the text is being Why the text to speech voice doesn't make it better? <laughs> Have you considered in the make-out scene with Rash and Zitz, maybe he could punch the other toad and his fist turns into an anvil? <laughs> you got to take this. <laughs> no! This is the... <laughs> Come on! Take it off me for something. I built this AI. <laughs> I mean, I'll take it for like a, a 5k pity bid just just because you like this is the worst pull you've ever made oh so what sum are we on now 45 yeah such a blinding start as well i've only got two left (laughs) Um, all right okay oh man i really hope that you're not like bluffing and you're gonna pull out a really good one oh who knows for like four and five because then the smile will be on the other side of my head but (laughs) okay so your your penultimate offer uh for 30 grand uh every day you flip a coin and if it's tails stephen king rushes into the room to do the work for you while you play a game of your choice Oh, that's quite good. Mm. Stephen King as well. He seems like a cool dude. You can chat with him. You can joke about how it's a bit like Misery, only very low stakes. <laughs> it is a bit like Misery. Yeah. Ooh, still, though, but 20k. For a 5k Brucey bonus, you can break his ankles. I feel like you've gone too far the other way, and can, I, I, my morality is not the same as yours. But I'm not actually evil. <laughs> Just operating. 
Five grand just for the pleasure of maiming someone. <laughs> maiming a beloved author. <laughs> so this would take you down to 15 grand. Uh, mm, no, I cannot accept it. That was what tough. If I, okay, what if I half, half it? I'll give it to you for 15 grand so you'd be down to 30. I just cut the job in half and gave you Stephen King's company for half the year. Yeah, okay. All right. That is a steal. You basically just paid Stephen yeah. King a wage of 30 grand a year uh, pro okay. rata. Like, you know, that's good. All right. So we're on 30. Now here's, here's the killer. For th- This is going to kind of backfire, so I don't know. 35 grand, which means you'd be paying 5,000 pounds, Alice. Wait, yeah, okay, yeah. But when the year is over, surprise, the AI scanned all of your work. It's edited by a team of geniuses and published by Random House as the Battletoads Diaries. Now, the trick is. You, you agree right. to this now, but then uh-huh. Will Smith appears uh, and raps about the men in black and then does a camera flash at you and you forget that you've agreed to this part of it until the deal's over. And then it's like, well, surprise, it wasn't for nothing. So you get to have that moment of, you know, like psychic rebound at the end when you realize it actually all, it's all been a fake out. Your work's going to be published. Okay. And you, um, you get like 6% royalties on hardback 6%. sales. Okay. Uh, can I have some details on what kind of might Random House are going to put behind this? Uh, like... Minor celebrity autobiography. So say that like, um, say Gordon Ramsay decided to write a Christmas book about his yeah. favorite cars. Like, that'd be a bit of an odd one, but, you know, it's Gordon Ramsay. It's a name. They'd put money behind it. You're going to be on, you know, displays in Waterstones. See, this is difficult because I need to be gambling that I'm going to make more back than I would if I'd just done my job for a year. This is it. And just as you picked a poison for me, like I know you're obviously navigating the waters of publishing. And it's full of such vagaries and fears. And I've exploited them now. Yes. Because the thing is, I thought this was going to be really easy because you're offering me 100k to do a job that is in many respects better than the job I have now. <laughs> <laughs> so... At least you know it'll always be battle toads. So, I <laughs> and like three thousand words a day is nothing. If you give me eight hours, right, and no other responsibilities, look, that's that's. I'm fine. just saying. Imagine you're on the end of a five day streak where Stephen's not been in, and you have just run completely dry. On, like, Pimples's, you know, alcoholism plot arc. And, like, you, 
three thousand words seems so easy then. Wait, why am I anti-selling you on this? Yeah, it'll be piss easy. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. But what about? Because this is a million words. So you t- like how many volumes of this? Uh, that's between you and your editors to work out. Because I, and your I agent, right? Because because if this is like if I'm getting like a a guaranteed multi-book deal where like every like eight to 12 months a new Battletoads Diary volume is going to come out uh, a million words of that no is... hang on let's, let's be real here because like you know you're good but they can't all be winners some of those days also half of it's going to be Stephen King which is going to you know that that, that so could wait you tell me I have to share credit with King you probably oh, but then would his name but be on the be book quite good yeah you know, it's, but then, you know, like, will people doubt that you did the good bits? Like, well, that doesn't matter. Honestly, Alice, personally, I think you would write the better Battletoads fan fiction. <laughs> I quite thank like thank Stephen you. King. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> what a complicit. I I think you'd do a better job of that than that hack Stephen King uh, <laughs> writing Battletoads fan fiction and like, never more a sincere thing have I said. So, but, but... <laughs> so I think it'll be quite a good book, is what I'm saying. But I, I think ten but... volumes is probably you know I think you'll probably get a trilogy out of it. Let's let's be fair. A trilogy. I don't think a trilogy is enough, mate. Oh, maybe with King's name on it, though. This is really tough. It is a difficult one, isn't it? Yeah. Is this is this worth an investment of £5,000 in a year sabbatical? Uh... Stephen King's name on it, though. You know, someone, like, what a story attached to it. You were literally plucked from reality by a dark bargain made on a podcast. And spent a year in isolation just... Uh, well, no, because you went home in the evenings, I suppose. But you're basically a monk to Battletoads. Stephen King has a very... A very big... Okay, do you know what? Yeah. I'm going to take it. I'm going to so take you it. pay five then... grand to write Battletoads fan fiction that gets shredded. Co-write. <laughs> it's still your job. To co-author Battlefield's fanfiction that will eventually become three books. Well, there we go. Pub, um, like, with Stephen King, I think that would make more than five grand back for me. I think we both lost today in our own way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And there we have it, folks. Sweeten, sweeten the deal. Sweeten the deal. Sweeten the deal. <laughs> well, thank you for uh, sweetening the deal with me today, Nate. Um, My pleasure. As you say, I think we both lost uh, in our own way. <laughs> um. Oh my goodness! Um, but uh, but fun nonetheless, and I hope the listener enjoyed that as well. Um, all that's left now, all that remains, 
is uh, for us to give some recommendations because every week we recommend something that is not a video game. Um, yeah. yeah. Oh no, I'm all out of work. Matthew's not here. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, so this week I am going to recommend uh, learning a foreign language because um, I've over lockdown. I've been learning or relearning, I guess, because uh, I did it at school a bit. Uh, French. Um, Have you been doing it with the owl? I've been doing it with the horrible owl, but um, sort of supplementarily, su- supplementarily, is that a word? Um, yeah. I've been, uh, I've got some, uh, I've progressed to French children's books. Uh, and of course, some of the best comics in the world uh, are French. So I've got Sorry. Asterix and Obelix as well to enjoy. Um, You'll be able and... to listen to Justice and understand all the lyrics. Oh, well, I mean, fingers crossed. Um, <laughs> it's I find reading is much easier than um, speaking or or uh, listening to a foreign language. But um, but yeah, uh, it's been good you get you get a real sense of accomplishment and also if you're uh, an english speaker especially in england um i feel like it's not really encouraged because all the rest of the world caters to us uh, so whenever you go around europe it's really embarrassing because everyone in europe speaks english really well uh and then we turn up and go have you got any chi- chips <laughs> chips Chip. have you got chips chips they haven't got <laughs> chips. Um, so sorry. That <laughs> <laughs> got so, me. <laughs> so um, yeah, and French is a really good one to learn because um, it is a lingua franca. Uh, but also Spanish <laughs> is really good, and uh, but yeah, I would just recommend giving it a go because Duolingo is actually really good for a lot of languages now. It's got a lot better. Um, but then it also, Ashley's yeah, she's been can... doing Korean for a year on there and she's got really good. Well, yeah, there you go. So, yeah, I recommend trying to learn uh, a second language. Um, Nate, what are you going to recommend to the listener oh, this week? Got a good one, folks. I hope I've never done this one before. I don't think I have. Um, I want you to get yourself, and you'll balk at this, but just stay with me, a La Creuse fondue pot. Um, now, Yes, that is a totemic item of being middle class, I know. Uh, but they're well good. And fondue is actually brilliant. Uh, turns out it's not just from the 70s. I usually would never advise you to get novelty cookware. Mm. It's like Breville sandwich toasters and they just get forgotten about forever. But with the exception of like the lockdown months, uh, we have been having like... Between three and four fondues a year with one other couple who we share custody of the Le Creusier oh. fondue set with. Oh, that's good. That's like how tractors share, uh, farmers share tractors, isn't it? Exactly, yeah. So we pass it over every time we have a fondue. And that, it, that way it's never out of our memory. Well, oh, when are we going to do the next fondue? We had one last <laughs> night and it was, you know, we've gotten really good at them as well now. Ooh. So we've done it loads and loads of times. And it's just, you know, it's a meal. It's a party. It's in Asterix. Um, yeah, it's a great meal. I mean, obviously, if you like cheese. If you don't, 
non-starter don't do it <laughs> le creuset in general is really good actually it is obviously very middle class very expensive cookware but if you're like saving up for a present for a mum or something a le yeah, creuset a le creuset cook like casserole dish or or cook pot crock pot will always put a shine on christmas you know like it's it's such a good present to to get the the chef in your family yeah they're really literally good. immortal like as well if you buy one once you're never buying a replacement for that so i think yeah. they're pretty good value yeah they're good um and it's great as well like i say if you take the plunge with another couple um it's sort of like an incredibly low stakes polyamory situation which just involves a pot um <laughs> And that you know, I'm not going to lie. They're about two hundred pounds. That's fifty quid each for people, isn't it? Yeah. All right. That's there good. you go. Fondue. Fondue, fondue. it. Oh, that's a re- that's that's another good joke in the TV show Ghosts. Or as I like to call them, <laughs> fondue. <laughs> I like ghosts. I've gone quite into it. <laughs> Me too. I've got stickers. I bought stickers to put on my laptop. No. The Humph the Humphrey sticker comes in two bits. It's great. Oh, that's so cool. Watch Ghosts again. Bonus recommendation yeah. again. Very good. I'll um, back it up. Well, thank you very much uh, for joining me, Sergeant Sergeant Sugar, and for for sweetening the deal. Um, they were at least video game themed deals. So, um, if you would like to vote. Uh, when this happens again, to tip it back in in favour of doing a normal episode, then join the Discord. The link is in the show notes. Um, uh, and you should also listen to our sister podcast, which is fortnightly, um, and it's called Ultimate Audio Bang. Um, and you should check out our merch. And uh, why not email us uh, a dark bargain of your own uh, at podcast at Rock Paper Shotgun, um, which we can discuss and see if any of us would take it um and once again uh thank you to jeffrey card for putting us in state to get to uh a lordly thing to do friend of the show jeffrey um but for all your video game needs your pc gaming needs even just go to rockpapershotgun.com uh and until next week listener unless you are a supporter because uh we will shortly be recording your bonus episode which i believe is going to be about pirates you said bonus there like it's the name of a roman skeleton <laughs> and bonus the roman <laughs> skeleton oh, oh well the, yeah he's the the supporter podcast mascot clearly um he's ghost is his brother oh god <laughs> till next time it's goodbye from me, Alice Bell, and it's goodbye from Sergeant Sugar. Sergeant. Bye. Bye. <laughs>